Hello, it is Ina Esco, and welcome to my podcast, Verbally Effective, Episode 2. Now, on this particular podcast, I will be discussing a plethora of topics with one of my good friends. Her name is Kimberly, and I've been knowing her for maybe 20 years. Let's tell the audience how I know Kimberly. I remember I was a student at Lamorno in college mm-hmm. my freshman year, and I walked into the Greyhound bus station. Did I did I meet you before you got I hired? walked into the Greyhound bus station. I don't remember that. And I saw you and I said, she looks like she can help me find the gate I need. You are <laughs> really pushing it. That's not, not exactly how it went down. Yes, it is because I asked you, you helped me, and I said, Are you all hiring? And you was like, Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't How I do you remember it, Kim? I just remember meeting you at the ticket counter. When you, like on your first day, no, you were walking around the bus station working the crowd. Oh, okay. Well, I don't <laughs> recall that. I do remember meeting you behind the ticket counter. Behind the ticket because counter, because we at that time we hired like maybe four people at the same time. You trained me yeah. after I start. I met you. I met you my first time ever at Greyhound picking somebody up. And I don't remember that. Okay, well that's my memory. That's then. crazy. I know. And then I was like. She looks like she's happy working here. Like, maybe I could do this part-time while I'm in school. That was the most fun job, job. ever. You could meet so many people at a Greyhound. different nationalities, yes. different personalities. I could use my Spanish on them. Oh, yeah. The little bit that you have. The little bit. La Puerta Diez. La Puerta Dulce. No, La Puerta Dulce was, uh, what, Tex- Texas? Uh, La Puerta Diez was Texas. That's 10. What was Dulce? Don't say 10. Don't say 12. What was gate 12? That, that was, was something Nashville. they was going to, too. Oh. Nashville, Nashville. I said they was going to, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you um, know, all the doors led to somewhere. I know, right? Um, but my most memorable moment at Greyhound with you is how you taught me to keep the books. Oh, yeah, we kept the books most proficiently. <laughs> okay, so let me explain that. If she's okay with me sharing this info, because really, like, that was so long ago. Who cares? Um, That's like over 20 years ago. I can't say <laughs> yay or nay to whether whatever she's about to say is true, but let's hear what she has to say. Okay, so at the end of the night, okay, you're a ticket agent at Greyhound. You're selling tickets all day. You're doing Western Union transactions you know, a little bit of this and that. But what I want to get into is how many baggages a person can keep. Oh, I got you. Oh, oh yeah. you got me now. Oh, okay, how yeah. many are you allowed on a, one ticket? On one to ticket, Laredo? you were allowed back in those days. <laughs> two. two. Okay, so let's say you have a whole family that's trying to uh, go to Texas. Okay, children. And children. One per Elderly. One everybody. Okay. And they have about... Ten bags. And y'all keep in mind, I'm not on the witness stand here. I'm just we just keep in mind she was my supervisor, though. reminiscing. Um, you she, know, okay, she was my supervisor, and uh, she would, you know, she she trained me and walked me through how to go through my report at the end of the night. So let's say your drawer comes up over, not short. <laughs> <laughs> then I would have advised you. Yeah, what did you advise to just me? Drop that money. You know, drop the money, drop the additional money, drop the additional money where it in the safe is supposed to go safely. So really and truly, all I'm going to say is when I would do the reports at the end of the night, 
I would prefer that they would be over instead of short. So many memories. You know, every day I call you and we have, if it's not five minutes, it's 15 minutes. We're running our mouths. And, and I said she would be perfect so on the podcast with me because she knows me. Yeah. Dealing with sick children, oh, bills. You Eli, know. Eli had got it too. The bug. <laughs> the bug. The viral infection that's so going what's around. Wrong? What's going on with Megan? She has strep throat. And, I mean, it just came up overnight. It's horrible. She has a high temperature. Tylenol wasn't working, you know. As mothers, we're always balancing. And back and forth to the to the doctor's office, to the pharmacy. You know, medication don't work. You got to get that calibrated, get that fixed. Oh, wow. Staying up all hours of the night. You know, it's nothing. The next mom ain't never done. But you know what? Me and Kim always talk about just the good, the bad, the ugly with our kids, with our spouses, with everything that we have going on in life. But some of our favorite things to do is talk about what's on TV. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's just think about Netflix. Oh, yeah. What now, have you been watching on Netflix? You've given me a great movie to watch. And what's that? Well, it's actually, it's a series called Black Mirror. Yes. I mean, that appeals to people that's, like, into technology, like, you know, what could possibly happen in the future. You know how they mm-hmm. always talking about, like, the mark of the beast. So my friend Kim is very biblical, very into conspiracy theories, so I knew she would love Black Mirror. So most of the shows were actually filmed in London, England, and you can kind of tell because, well, I can tell because I've been to the United Kingdom before, and the weather is always gray skies, dreary, rainy, and if you think about it, if you've watched Black Mirror, you will see that anytime they're outside, it's just pale skies. Yeah. And um, it's just like an anthology of television series with the input of technology. So what was your favorite or like most scary piece of technology throughout Black Mirror that you were like, oh, shit, we're about to have that. Soon? Well, see, each series, each show had a different piece of technology equipment that did different things mm-hmm. and i guess the the one that kind of it was scary to me was the ones where they implanted a little device on your temple and go into another consciousness and, or something. and you're not going into a consciousness they're they're basically duplicating your consciousness oh yeah and the duplication makes it for that duplication, it is a con- it's a separate consciousness. So that's basically cloning us. It's basically cloning you, but the clone doesn't realize it's a clone. He thinks he's the original a new person. person, right? So he's looking at you like, "Who are right. you?" Right, and they may I just mean. clone you for the clone to sit up and be like an office manager or a house manager for your house or for you. Mm-hmm. Make sure you your coffee's made. Make sure you know you get to work on time. You meet all your appointments. Mm-hmm. You know. But they're stuck in a device where they're constantly having to just watch and monitor that person's schedule. But it was crazy to me how easy it was to just go up to somebody, stick the shit in their head. And I'm like, oh, hell no. I don't know. You know, the one that was crazy, too, was the one where the guy, it starts with two guys in in the room. This one guy, he's really talking to the man about why, what he used to do as a job. And he's telling the guy he was like a coach. Oh, I like that episode, yeah. though. For the guy but that he was, was looking setting for him a girl. Up, look how it ended up in the end. Yeah, he was setting him up, but then he ended up getting set up because he snitched on himself, basically. Guys, you have to see Black Mirror on Netflix to kind of understand what we're talking about. They're actually on season four right now. So we binged and watched everything because I just 
really paid attention to people on Twitter talking about yeah. it. I, I got to check that the out. The entire four seasons is on Netflix. It's really, really interesting. Every single one of them are different. Every single one of them. What is the name of the one um, with the girl on social media just really kind of fiending for likes? That's relatable. I can see that. That's happening now. I, I mean, know. People are staging but, this but people, social media for some likes. For some likes, but but it's not as fake as it could could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were at a point where they were just going green in your face for for five stars, right? Immediately, and, and they'll swipe that joker up and I'm like, huh. yeah. And you couldn't have a job. You couldn't even work in the workplace if you had under like a two point five. You would get Girl. fired. I mean, if we really thrived on that, that's like some Donald Trump shit. Your friend Donald Trump, the man no, you voted he for, is not the man you my voted for. Friend number forty-five has really brought race to the forefront. I would say, and he pops off on social media. Check his Twitter account. Well, well it's not just Donald Trump. It's we not just Donald have Trump. Our but you society. contributed to the Donald Trump shit we going through. Would you have rather me voted for a pedophile? And who's the pedophile? Killery. Killery. Hillary, Hillary, Dickery, Doc. So you rather deal with an egotistical asshole that sexually assaults women? The way I see it, anyway, is all of this is preordained. It's destined. It's going to happen anyway. He was destined to become president, just like Obama was destined to become president. To expose some shit. I mean, to have however the world is going to unravel in the future unravel. It's the way it's going to turn out. It's it's already is. Is technically there's no past, present, or future. It's all one timeline. But we as humans look at our living every day as something in the past, present, and future. But the world is so, the universe is so much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Time really doesn't exist. Time does it's, exist. It's just it a construct of our imagination. Well, if Trump was ordained to do what he's doing now, did you hear about the new tell-all book from Michael Wolf? I'm not up on it. I don't know what all is in it. I don't know what to look forward to. I don't know what Trump's done in the White House. Okay. Well, let me just give you some highlights from his book now. Oh, wait. Hold on. Did he talk about, um? what's that chick name that don't nobody like? Kellyanne. No, the black chick. Omarosa. Uh, I don't know yet because I haven't read it yet, but please believe I'm getting a copy. But let me tell you about the book. Now, this is a sensational book, and it was actually released earlier than its scheduled publication day. You know everybody had to get this book early. Well, they were threatening. Well, Trump's lawyer actually tried to do a cease and desist to stop the release of the book, but it didn't happen. They moved up the publication date, and it just has stories of, dysfunction in the Trump administration over the last year. And he did so many interviews, but actually they're questioning Michael Wolf's uh, material. Is it actual facts or, you know, can he provide any validity to the quotes and, you know, are there recordings, blase, blase. I don't have my book yet because I want a hard copy. And of course it's back ordered. I don't want to download on Amazon. I'm sorry. I just don't. I want to hold the book in my hand and turn the pages and read about Trump. <laughs> I wonder that Trump even researched this guy to like see no, what he wrote on people. Now, now oh, that's the shit so is bad. In the fan. Right. That's so bad. But the guy Trump was saying, I today Trump is saying, I never gave this guy access to the White House. Oh, he's lying. You had to if they let him in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless your security is that like a daisy for so the post, Somebody didn't do the their homework because Trump should have known, you know, the guy's writing style. His habits, you know, what he's liable to say. And bottom line, that's how we can get bombed right now from North Korea because of Trump's 
popping off at the mouth ass. What you saying is destined to happen. Well, I don't want to be nuked just like the next person. I, I don't either. I don't even understand why. That just lets you know who is running this world. And it's who is men. running the world. Men, we, oh, definitely We need that. to push these men aside. It should be all about peace and love, baby. But I think that we are coming to, like how they say, a reckoning with the yeah. men right now because yeah. of all these sexual assaults. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Bit just a really kind of broke the mold. A lot of the things that have been done to, in the dark is coming to the light. Yes. And and that's because people realize, you know, we don't have to, as society, sit back and let these assholes run us through. I mean, just with our experiences with working in corporate America, think of how many times you've been passed up for a job because oh, you were a woman or at least or had an equivalent job yeah. to the man you're working next to, but you find out they wait, making way more than you. That's yeah. That That's the worst the to me. It's the worst feeling, too. Yes. Yeah. And then it'd be little subtle things that may have happened with men and sexual assault. And, like, at least in my experiences, when you think about it, how they may flirt out, you know, really just oh, come flirt, and grab your shoulder, touch your squeeze shoulder. on you, you know. I'm make sick a comment. Of it. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So you've experienced this? A, a lot. Who hasn't? So, with your supervisor touch your shoulder, what happened, girl? One of my supervisors touched more than my shoulder, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. I think I was a willing accomplice to that little office See, fling. But then, it's, but then where, it's a gray area with the shit then. It really is a gray area. I because mean, some of these women going. But some of these women also are going, then later come back and say they weren't going. I right. mean, you know. So, so how are they going to get reckoned? How are you even going to know? <laughs> I think then you don't want a camera on you. You right. don't want to be recorded in the workplace. You want to have freedom. That might be the future. Everything's recorded. Like, they're going to put that damn shit in our head from Black Mirror, and everything is just on full yep. view. So you saw the episode where the guy could rewind his wife's history, and Sasha oh, was yeah. lying? Oh, oh my God. Oh, that man was. Now, he was, like... Obsessed. Obsessed, controlling. He was crazy Was he hell. like that originally? Like, I'm thinking, that was thing he always fucked up his like, mind. Like, that oh. thing really fucked up his mind. It had him to the point where he could... He would. He wanted to see his wife in bed, in with his bed, dude. with the dude. The other dude. Yeah, the other that dude. Is Crazy. Black Mirror's off the chain. Off the chain. Have you had any experiences with someone like following you or, you know, just being a real inspector gadget on your ass? I have. I know you have. Mm -hmm. Isn't it crazy how some of these men and women can get with being inspector gadgets? But you know what? Before we even had all this technology, cell phones, Everything I had, a, I mean, I, I'm still traumatized by it, by what happened to me when I was a young girl. What? Girl, my dad hid in the closet at our apartment and hid his car. We didn't even know he was home. So me and my mom and my brothers came home to a dark apart, empty apartment. That's okay. what we thought. And, of course, you know how females are. They get home. And at this time, we had landlines, house phones. Mm -hmm. So she gets on the phone and calls one of her friends and is just running her mouth. And you know how it is when your spouse ain't around, how you talk shit about that what? motherfucker, that, that black motherfucker. This, that, this. I'm going to leave him. Oh, and Lord. I mean, oh, my God. My mom was talking so much shit that she really didn't mean. She was just, you know how you vent. 
Mm-hmm. You may be upset about something. You just be saying stuff to the extreme. And your daddy was hiding in the closet. He was listening to every word. It hurt his... Did he, like, pop out? Like, what He happened? walked out, like, with his head down. He wasn't even angry. He was so... And my dad was not the type to to be hurt. Like, he was, like, you know, uh-huh. the man. He was, like, you know. Dang. And he... But, I mean, it just did, did something to him. He oh, just walked wow. out. And, and he left, left for a couple of days. I wonder and, where did he go? And he didn't get too far, you know. He he came on back to the house, you know how that is. <laughs> but it was they just a traumatizing back. event to to witness, even back then without the technology. That's so like if, men and their insecurities, right? So but we if, have them too. But if, if if he didn't have technology, imagine what dudes are doing today and what links they they'll go to. With this, well, with this technology, they gonna rec- put an app on your phone, record you. Put something on your car. What else? Yeah. What else? Put something on your car. Um, just all kind of crazy stuff. Hire private and get investigators. I mean, people. It's just like, who do you trust? Who do you trust? Who do you want to trust? Do you even want to trust somebody? Right. And my thing is, if you don't want to find out no bullshit, then don't, don't go, go looking. looking for it. Yeah. But that's hard to do in this social media it world. Really is, and it really, <laughs> it really is to trust somebody because ultimately you don't want to be made a fool out of you really don't want your heart broken and what advice do you give a person don't go looking for it but they're not gonna listen especially these millennials what what gets me is if i tell my son my oldest son dallas something he act like he's listening it may come up three months later and he'll tell me somebody else told him the same thing and as if i had never told him but you know what speaking about that i had a conversation with him just last sunday Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I, I, it's not like I'd be trying to ignore my mom. I, I really be listening to her, but it's, I don't know what's going on. It's like my mind be traveling. Mine is traveling. Like, you know, I guess he's, he's so focused at school all day and, you know, he, you know how they got to listen and pay attention mm-hmm. to when they get home, they want to relax. And I guess they mind just kind of. Is be like off work, you know, like off duty or whatever. Now, do you believe that with Megan that her mind is traveling? I just believe Megan a little lazy is what I believe. I think Dallas is a little lazy too. But he told me you could tell him to empty the garbage, and he said he'll he will walk, forget. He said he'll walk to the kitchen, stand in front of the refrigerator, right, and be like, "There's something I'm supposed to be doing." Exactly. What the hell going on? I tell him he need to get a, uh, if that's the case, if it's that bad, you need to write down what your mama's saying. That way and walk right, around with I it. because I be feeling like I'm an afterthought sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, well, oh, well, I can miss out what she said, but not what, what my teacher said. Yeah. No, they baby. Just, they I'm take us for granted. Above the yeah. hierarchy on the teacher, I think. Yeah, they take us for granted. Why? But I think it's going to come back around when we get old. It can't do nothing for ourselves. Is that true? Well, you look at me like I don't know about that. I would hope. I mean, I would hope. I would hope that our kids take care of us when we get to that point. I would hope so. I would hope that they don't have to. That I'm so straight. I don't want him to even focus on. Oh, I'm gonna have to take care of my mom and dad. No, you still focus on you and your life. Right. And I'll be good. You know. Right. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully. Speaking of our favorite shows, guess what's not coming on for the whole year? Power. Game of Thrones. You are lying. It's not coming on until 2019. Come and on And they're not even telling you what month is coming on. But it's going to pick right back up to the last season. Yes, season. and it's the last season. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to see Khaleesi win? 
Yes. I mean, what do you want to see with Game of Thrones? How I do you want to see Khaleesi win? Do and I want to see her and um, John get mm-hmm. married. Oh, but I have and a share feeling the everything we want is not going to happen. Not quite how we I heard they were will. supposed to be having a baby. Now, that's mm, just what I heard. fire ice baby. Yeah. And the baby's supposed to be the one that powers. unites the the dead people with the living people. What? The baby is the uniter? Because he has some kind of powers to where he, he they don't want to kill him. They he He's going to be like their king or something like that. Mm. So he's going to find a way to unite everybody so you where could, we could all you, live together. You couldn't help looking to them spoilers for the next season, could you? I couldn't help it. You but know, I don't even think they're filming yet. It was on YouTube, so it Somebody may or may not be true. Script. Yeah. So I want the script to change. But did you hear recently, and I know that, you know, you know a lot about the extraterrestrials out here. Mm-hmm. There is like they're slowly leaking information to us about aliens. I just saw a report last week on CNN. Yeah, there, it's called Disclosure. And, and the government knows what they're doing. But this what they, but this what the, the story was about, a pilot. Oh, that's oh! Saying I know exactly that he what you're saw this aircraft. Never, he's never pilots. seen anything like it before in his life. It, traveling yeah. at supersonic astronomical speed. speeds from from being stationary above water to just and had the pictures in the video. They yeah. they played all of but it. But that's not the only evidence that the milk the government has. They have a lot of evidence. They just don't want to let it out because whatever it is, they don't want us to know about it. Whether it be aliens from another, if they're coming from, my thing is, I think they're either coming from another universe or hell, they may even live in the ocean. And we may not know anything because. Or they some clones walking around here. That too. It could be some clones or it could be robots. They they could have technology because now the government's coming up with technology embedded into tissue, like living tissue. And. I mean, it's just so many projects that they're working on mm-hmm. out in the West, out in Denver and, you know, like where Area 51 where is. Area 51 is what? Um, what area ne- is that? Nevada. Well, you know, my dad is retired Army, and when he was active in the military, he was stationed near Area 51. He said one night, him and a couple of his friends went to a bar. He said there was a guy he was talking to at the bar. The dude was drunk. And he started running his mouth about all of these projects that they're working on that is extraterrestrial related. And my dad said that he knew if the guy wasn't drunk, he would never say anything like that. But for some reason he shared, but my dad never told me intense details. I'm going to have to get Emil G on the podcast to share the alien story with us. So I just want to piggyback on technology because um, that seems to be a central theme of the podcast today. Um, I think that energy should be free. I think the Internet should be free. But my thing is, when do we say no to technology? What is not? Why would we do be that? Enough? Why would we do that? Because you're going to end up with a, a, a piece of a chip sticking out of your brain. But it might get to the point where the government, we become like a communist society and we have to get the shit. Well, then there you go. You need to refer to your Bible. Refer to oh. Revelations. What you going to do? I'm just going to stay prayed up. Are you going to take I that do? chip? That is the question. What? It's like I might have to die if I don't. Yeah, you might have to be a martyr. 
you may have to say no. It for, might be a lot of martyrs at that point who yeah. don't want the technology no more. <laughs> you might have to go underground. What would you do? Can you survive underground is the question. I hope so because I got some some uh, strong family genes or some survivors. So and plus you like crawfish to. and all that shit. You find I'll something to I'm going to go underground for the crawfish. <laughs> you ain't going to be hungry. <laughs> Girl, you know me so well. But let's wrap the show up and talk about 2018. Did you want to change anything for 2018? I'm not going to say a resolution, but are, did you go into 2018 with a different mindset or wanting really to change anything? Didn't. I just really want to be more spiritual, more get a better relationship with the Lord. I mean, mm-hmm. understanding the Bible, understanding why things happen, you know, just really that's about it. Just being... Getting more into history, too, mm-hmm. the history of, of why the world is like it is. I mean, really, if I don't know about, like, hundreds of thousands of years ago or some shit, but, like, right now in our society, we at the, like, the, like a point in history where people have never been before. With all this right. technology and stuff, mm-hmm. it's like, dang. It's so, so different. Yeah, so I just really want to explore that. So that's what that's what my goal is. What's your goal for 2018? Man, my goal is to face my fears. And mm-hmm. one of my I would say that one of my fears has been doing this podcast because I've been talking about this shit for, for years. years and nothing really made me step into it. And I don't know what it is like a light went off and I'm like, let me do this now. Like, why wait? Mm-hmm. Like, I've been doing this shit for like 20 years. I may as well. Start with something that I'm good with to venture yeah, into the things that I want to do. Get your Oprah Winfrey on, girl. Get my Oprah Winfrey on. That's what I'm talking about. I just want to thank Kimberly for sitting in as my guest today. And I will be in touch with some of you that are listening now to be a future guest. Thank you so much for listening to the second episode of Verbally Effective. Verbally Effective.